Hey guys, it's former WWE superstar Hornswoggle here. Keep tuning in to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the show we haven't named yet. Is it hot in here? Is it hot in here? But it's it's a little warm in here. I'm burning up because I'm in hell in a cell. Hell in a cell 2010. This is our first retro review, if you, if you didn't follow us, because I don't think I made it clear. <laughs> Um, this you is our first. Well, welcome. This is our first retro review. Uh, first, hopefully in a series. Um, we'll see how it goes from we, here we on did, out. Didn't we do a WrestleMania retro review? I think we went through our greatest, like our uh, favorite. You're moments. right. You're right. It was during the show. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, we went through our favorite moments of WrestleMania, but we never did like a full, extensive look at a sing- singular show. Yeah. But we want to do this, you know, with pay per views coming up. You know, with smaller shows, you know, we'll do one. Uh, but you know, with bigger shows, maybe a couple weeks ahead, you know, we'll do a couple like with WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in for that. We'll do a couple. You're all in. Um, but yeah, good morning, guys. Today is September sixth, twenty eighteen. So, like I said, we're gonna look at Hell in a Cell twenty ten. But guys, if you haven't listened to Smack It or the Raw review this week, please check it out. Yeah, they've been very eventful. Shows. There are they are our weekly. Raw and SmackDown recap and review shows, two separate shows. We have the Raw Review and Smack It. Yep. Um, check it out, soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, across a lot of different other podcast applications, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, hey, you name it, we might be on it. <laughs> um, if you want to if you want to comment on anything we say on the show or, or join the conversation, please um, slide into our DMs, man. Slide in hard and fast at CWR415, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We don't do MySpace anymore. You know, we had too much of a conflict over our top eight. Yeah. Um, Tom just wouldn't leave us alone, and we just we had to get the heck out of there, man. I still have it, but I haven't told anybody yet. Shh. But guys, Hell in a Cell 2010 kicked off in the American Airlines Arena. So this is, took place on October 3rd, 2010. Yes. From the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we have uh, First, we have Justin Roberts as our ring announcer. Uh, the just, Justin Roberts probably most memorable moment in WWE is being choked out mm-hmm. by Daniel Bryan previously. So that, so that happened before this. Oh, okay. Um, when he when he debuted with the Nexus, uh-huh. and uh, he went too far with Justin Roberts and was choking him with his own tie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when Justin Roberts freaked out and almost sued somebody, and they had to fire Daniel Bryan. Mm. I know. Um, so we have on commentary we have Michael Cole, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and. You thought you'd get rid of him after Triple Mania, but oh, no, he's back. One, yeah. Matthew Stryker. Oh, and he and, made this show really hard to listen to. <laughs> oh, I felt like all of them, man. Even Cole was yeah. really bad. Especially yeah. it was Cole playing heel all night. Yeah. So you would have him ripping on. He would play. He was playing Corey Graves' role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it, totally. And, and Stryker was kind of like the Byron Saxton uh-huh. or coach, you would say. Yeah. Um, and every time Stryker would say something... Man, Cole would get on. What do you mean? What do you, you don't know yeah, anything about Lawler, about. too. Lawler got on him about oh, they something. Both, they both, they all got him and all Cole night. Cole was just falling over laughing. I don't, yeah. It wasn't even that great of a joke. I forgot what it was, but it was just dumb. Oh, dude. King, the King has the most dad jokes ever. Yeah. Definitely. Like, there, there was just like, like, I don't even remember what he said, but I just remember, like, him saying it. And I, like, inside my head, like, I'm like, I, I can acknowledge that's funny, but no. You're not going to give it. Yeah. You're not going to laugh. But, okay, but before we start. We're introduced to the the Hell in a Cell cage as it's Whoa. speaking to us and talking about how it will destroy the lives of those who enter its grasp. Of course, the main event for the evening would be Undertaker versus Kane later in the night. Mm-hmm. So, good match. Like I said, the reason um, I chose this, or we chose this, I, I chose it, but... Um, 
it's because I was like, hey, let's do one. We were like, I don't know. And then I was like, 2010. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus The Miz in the beginning match. Makes sense. Uh, with John Morrison. Um, Undertaker Kane. So there's a lot of... Relevant things. material here. Yeah, and Orton? there's also some... Orton, Orton is going to be in the cage. Kofi Kingston's hired by them at this point. Yeah. And Edge is on the show. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, let's start off with our first match of the night. We have a triple threat submissions count anywhere match for the United States the title. Longest title for a match ever. The, it's a triple threat. Yeah. Submission anywhere. Submission count anywhere. Submissions count anywhere. Mm-hmm. Match. We, we have John. For the United States Heavyweight Championship. Daniel Bryan, the champion going into this match, defending against The Miz and John Morrison. Actually, Daniel Bryan winning. The previous month, that Night of Champions 2010, yeah. um, against The Miz, making The Miz tap. Um, so first off, we have Daniel Bryan coming out. Almost no pop for Daniel Bryan. Like This is before. What era are we living in? No, this I is know. strange. He comes out, and he's just like, hey, guys. Yeah. And everybody. And it's a weird fan base, because you can tell this is before the Smarks took over. Yeah. And before we, the Smarks, took over. Uh, <laughs> before be- there were podcasts. It was, a wrestling. Ve- it was a very WWE commercial family-oriented audience. Yeah, no, like. not only that, but the product also was coming off very family-orientated mm-hmm. because you have, like the first match, it was clean-cut heaven. All these guys were clean-cut other than Johnny Mundo or yeah. John Morrison as we know him back then. Oh, absolutely. Even John Morrison had a short, ha- shorter hair. Yeah, shorter hair. It was, short, yeah. it was uh, shoulder length. Yeah, and his, he had a beard, right? Yeah, it was yeah. nice and super trimmed, clean-cut. Mm-hmm. Miz was clean-cut. Brian was clean-cut. A little bit of facial hair. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Alex Riley, when he came out, he was super clean-cut. Super clean. Oh, and not to mention Orton uh, and a lot of these guys. Yeah. A lot of these guys are probably the most fit they've been in years. I don't want to sit there and speculate yeah, yeah, yeah. on anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say they had a good regimen going. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, man, a lot of these guys, comparative to before or after, are, oh, my God, uh-huh. fit as, oh, holy heck. Yes. Uh, so we start off the match. Miz, Morrison, the first off, Daniel Bryan comes out. Or first off, Morrison comes out. Then Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Then the Miz comes out. He grabs a mic. Runs down Daniel Bryan and the Morrison for being both of their mentors, of course. Yes. You know, the Miz being Daniel Bryan's mentor on NXT. And John and, Morrison's tag team partner. Mm-hmm, back in the day when they were the Miz and Morrison as tag team champions. And the Miz says he will win this match because he never taps out. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the which previous month when he tapped out. Yeah. Well, he tapped out the previous oh, month, yeah, too, which is yeah. funny. So he's playing up this whole, I never tapped. Um, yeah. Miz actually has the money in the bank briefcase at this time. And later yeah. later this year, he's, he does cash in and he on does, Batista, I believe, he right? He does win, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, first off, we start the match. Mi- uh, Brian and Morrison double team the Miz. Um, we are getting from the fans. We actually, I thought we were getting a this is awful chant for a minute. No. <laughs> like, so I, so I, maybe there were some sparks in there. Yeah. But it was very quiet. Yeah. Either they were trying to do this was awesome or I heard this is awful. No, it was from that uh, John Morrison dive off the, okay, the thing, right? The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, structure. yeah. No, 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 no. Way before that. Oh, okay, way okay. Then, okay, I'm not too sure what they said there. Okay, uh, but then eventually, uh, Mi- or Morrison locks in a tarantula. Actually, legal in this match because submissions count anywhere. Yep, no DQ, uh, which I like. I would love to see a tap out to the tarantula. But Brian also locks in a move on. Um, that striker called a cattle mutilation. Yeah, which was like an arm. I can't even describe it. It's it, like the, the arms were. Contracted. He locks his arms it, and then he kind of flips around while yeah. they're both while they're both belly. Yeah, yeah. It was it was weird but cool. That's the one thing I liked about this match, and this is probably my match of the night was the opening match because 
let's face it, this wasn't a great pay per view. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. That uh, I'm looking through my notes to see. Yeah, a lot of these. I mean, were... oh, you know, I guess you can go take her cane. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there with our match wait, of the night and all that. Wade Cena was good too. Yeah. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Morrison, I, like I said, locks on Tarantula. Uh, Brian and Miz trying to lock in the the heel hook on each other, but Morrison with a corkscrew moonsault to the two to break they, up. They the... used that heel hook all night, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. It was all night. Um, and then let's see. The fight goes into the crowd. Miz locks a submission on Morrison. Uh, it was like a dragon sleeper through what the, are the rails, like the rails of separating like the steps, the steps of in the, the arena. arena. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, but that's why I said the fight goes in the crowd. Uh, Morrison actually hits uh, the Miz with a personal pizza box. <laughs> he grabs it. It's funny because he just grabs a pizza box off yeah. the ground and hits him in the face. I yeah. wonder if there is pizza in there. There's somebody like, oh, really? Uh, I dropped my pizza. You didn't have to smash his Damn face it. with it. Uh, then we get a skull crushing finale to Morrison next to the stage. Uh, that's when Morrison, uh, uh, well, the fight continues on to the stage with uh, Brian and the Miz. Morrison climbs up to the top of the stage, up to the scaffolding of the uh, Hell in the, the Cell light, structure. The yeah. Um, and then Morrison hits a, it wasn't, it was like a cross body because, yeah. I mean, it's all it metal underneath. Splash. He's like, I'm not going to break my neck. Yeah. Um, hits like a cross body on the two. That's when uh, we get. This, this is awesome chance. Okay, we did get this as awesome chance. Okay, good. Uh, Morrison locks a Miz into a, clo- a kind of like a oh, modified. Wait, they, clo- they weren't that trained yet, so I think they said that was awesome. It was. It wasn't the regular. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, yeah. It was like that was pretty good. Awesome, or it was something weird. That was it, it good. Was, yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Morrison locks the Miz into a modified clover leaf, but out comes Alex Riley to attack John Morrison, um, and continues the fight down to the ring. Eventually, Daniel Bryan locks in the lapel lock or lapel lock, lapel or lapel. I don't remember. I think it's lapel. I think it's lapel. Yeah, because that's like near your neck. Yeah, uh, but which is the yes lock? Yes. Um, later renamed it to the yes lock. Oh, great change there. on the stage. Daniel Bryan wins by submission anywhere. My question is, is what happened to Alex Riley? If he was helping Daniel or the Miz, didn't do a very good job. No, because he was just like, I got one of. Oh shit. Yeah. So. <clears throat> next up tonight, we have Sheamus versus. Oh, no. <laughs> next up, we have oh, no. Don't Try This at Home PSA. Oh, no. Which was always really one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, you see Ray Mysterio, I split my knee in 50 pieces. Yeah, yeah. And it would cut to like, I broke a bone spur in my neck. <laughs> Vince, I tore, I tore both my quads getting into the ring, and then I <laughs> fell and sat there awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Man. John Cena, don't try this. Please. He didn't even say at home. He just said, don't try this. Just anywhere. Just don't. at the playground, at the park. Unless you're in a wrestling school and you learn how to do it. That's what they, that's what they should do. They should promote a wrestling school. Like, come right. down to the yeah. power plant yeah. and we'll teach you all the moves. They used to do that in WCW. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I met a guy who used to train at the power plant. He was yeah. my Lyft driver. Sweet. Uh, his name was Cliff. I didn't get his last name. but he Cliff said he, sounds familiar. He says he went to Michigan State with Scott Steiner, too. Cliff sounds familiar. He might he might have been somebody. And he was like telling me some stories. He was like, oh, yeah. And then this is uh, around the time, um, not Roman, Luther Reigns was talking about in the, uh, the news. Uh-huh. And I said something about, oh, yeah, I heard about Luther Reigns. He's like, what about Luther? I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, is he okay? 
And I was like, yeah, he's fine. He was just some stereo. I was, oh, man. He goes, once you said, did you hear about Luther? He goes, that was my buddy, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, once he started like freaking out about that, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this guy's for real. I'm, yeah. just, I'm really mad I didn't get his name. Uh, or not his name, but his like contact information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, man, he would have been like a cool like guest on the show. So tell us about the power plant. Yeah, like he, or who's, he, who's the real dick? He could be like coming for a special show. We have like the old timer's look. Uh-huh. Or know? if we do a retro review for uh, Clash of Champions. He's like, this is when I should have went over. <laughs> but I didn't because Eric Bischoff's a fucker. No. Uh, Sheamus versus, let's get back to Hell in a Cell 2010. Yes. Sheamus versus Randy Orton in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Both very, very young looking. Very young looking. Oh, yeah. She- and Sheamus was like the pastiest white he's ever been. Yeah. And I, so when I was watching this match, I was thinking, does he like stay covered all the time? Or is there something he puts on his skin to stay that white? SPF 1 million. Because man, he like, he's got to be going out into the sun. Like there's no getting around. Yeah. It. And especially with the amount of like training he does. Yep. He's not somebody that's like, like I can tell if like you're sitting inside all day playing video games, mm-hmm. but he's not like that. He's like ripped and yeah. like muscular. So. And he, you know, training, getting hot, got to go outside, get some fresh air. Yeah. Burn a little bit. Maybe he, that's the problem. He burns really easy. And oh. it's just like, oh, I got to stay away from the sun. I got to stay away from it, mate. Uh, that's more Finn Balor. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Randy Orton coming into this match as WWE champion also won the title at Night of Champions 2010 mm-hmm. in a six-packs challenge against a whole bunch of guys. I know John Cena was in that match because, hey, of course he was, right? Yeah. And this was the 20th Hell in a Cell match. Oh, man. Yeah, this is... Um, this was a completely normal WWE style match. Yeah. 2010 style match. Uh, a lot of kind of striking at the beginning. And okay, so uh, was it wait, Seamus's music was really crappy. Yeah. Oh, his it's a shame to Yeah, it's it's really his old music is terrible. His new one is actually it's better. It's still got that Irish theme, which I don't really like when I, I'm Irish myself and I love uh-huh. my Irish heritage, but yeah. at the same time I don't like when, like, because sometimes they take it to this, like, like with Seamus before, it was kind of leprechaun-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm the giant leprechaun, mate, you know? Yeah, he never no, said that, but. No, being Mexican, uh, we get that too. Yeah, you know, exactly. The, the corny. Just like, dude, what is this? Alberto Del Rio, yeah. later in the night. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so both seeming very young. Also, Randy Orton, I don't know if you picked up on this, he seemed really, really Really aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. he seemed like he was pissed. And this goes back to, and then I start thinking about all those old interviews with Randy Orton and actual mm-hmm. interviewers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen stuff like that. I have. Um, with, you know, there was this one with, like, like, India, where he says, like, oh, like, you know, how do you, you know, how, if you're weaker than him, because I think he was smaller than somebody, uh-huh. how are you going to take advantage of Randy Orton got in this dude's face and was like, you want to talk shit to me, man? Come say <laughs> it to my face right now. And he, then Randy Orton went, do it! Do it! <laughs> God. And the guy's, like, freaking Cough, out. road rage. He's Cough. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, how was the wellness policy in 2010? That's, that's, they were on a very strict regimen, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so, working really hard and really good early on. Yeah, uh, Seamus pulls off the turnbuckle, turnbuckle pad at a certain point. Uh, Seamus also working on the right arm of Randy Orton so he can't hit the RK, RKO. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, like I said, pretty slow match. Uh, scoop slam to Seamus onto the steel stairs. Uh, multiple bro kicks to Orton, but kickouts. Uh, eventually, Seamus gra- grabs a chair and beats down on Randy Orton. Yeah, um, which I I always like. At least he he went for it. Um, he hits the with a chair, uh, but then RKO and Sheamus rolls out of the ring, you know, and they were kind of making, that was a good, that was a good thing about Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
Then eventually we had a bro kick on the outside because after Randy Orton kind of goes for the punt. Remember yes, the punt? That yes, was vicious. It was. Um, oh, they kept showing that punt he did to Chris Jericho at the buildup for this, you know, the little promo buildup for yeah, this yeah. match. Ooh. Like I said, very strict regimen. Uh, <laughs> uh, RKO to Sheamus inside on the steel stairs, on the steel steps they brought into the ring. Randy Orton retains his title. Eventually at the end, Orton climbs up to the cage so everyone can get a nice picture, a nice free souvenir mm, to go home with. Yeah, uh, you know what was really weird about this match what? is that one uh, move that Sheamus did. It was like a knee to the spine, where it was like a oh, he kind of falls down on him. Yeah, yeah, but he did it on the steps. Why? Oh, yeah, I noticed that. And it, like he kind of was like, but no one hit the steps. Yeah, no, yeah, like, dude, you did it on the steps for no reason yeah, at all. Yeah. You know, I, 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 and like I said, this is the time where WWE was coasting, man. This is yeah. the time where WWE said, who, who, who's going to challenge us? Yeah. Ring of Honor, and, you know, they're, you know, who they have, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole. Yeah. There's you know, funny jumpstart, uh, TNA. Yeah. You know, uh, that the, those Japanese guys, they're, they're stuck over there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're never going to come in. The only thing that would bring them over here is a guy who flips people with his dick. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, no, but, Next up, we have Josh Matthews backstage with season three uh, diva, next diva contestants, whatever. But among them were Caitlyn and uh, AJ Lee. And Naomi. And was, was that Naomi? That was Naomi. Are you sure? 100% positive. I, okay, because she, she looked a little taller in this. Maybe she was wearing heels. She was, oh, she was a, bunch of, a bunch of short girls. Short ladies. A AJ Lee is pretty short. She is. Um, and also, Oxana. I don't know if you, if you remember Oxana. I do. I do, uh, but I don't. That, that I don't Teddy Long she, um, uh, thing going. See, yeah, I remember the name. I was like, but did she really do anything? And that, yeah, she did. And then she started dating Cesaro after that. Remember? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, those were the years. Like, I was he's a real man. Yeah, no like, fog. Yeah, same here. Uh, but then eventually, the Nexus, the 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 dastardly Nexus, walks up and Barrett promises that tonight, John Cena will be the sixth member of the Nexus. Yeah, but so the main so one of the matches tonight, John Cena versus. Wade Barrett. If yeah. Cena wins, Nexus disbanded. If Barrett wins, Cena joins the Nexus. Next up, we have Alberto Del Rio and oh, Ricardo hey. Rodriguez. Oh. I miss that guy. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez comes out. They introduce him to introduce Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, no, I always did like Alberto. That he had a personal. Uh, ring announcer, yeah. and he just did it all in Spanish. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like, "Hey, everybody, this is Alberto Del Rio." Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. sometimes they'll do that. He'll just put on the accent, but say yeah. English or speak English. Yeah. So that I like would, that would be dumb. Um, but this is uh, Alberto Del Rio's pay per view debut yes. on um, on WWE. Did you know, Alberto Del Rio is formerly known as Dos Caras Junior. Dos Caras Junior, nephew you? of the very famous and legendary Mil Mascaras. Really? Yeah. Um, do you know where he read? Was he in AAA or, or oh, CMLL? Um, no, uh, Alberto. Alberto? Uh, CMLL, I believe. Okay. Oh, maybe both. Probably flooded between the yeah. both. Um, so Delbert, Alberto Del Rio driving up in a Rolls Royce Phantom. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what they should have done with this guy? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Go on. That they totally missed the boat on. They should have kept the mask on this guy. Oh, Alberto? Yeah. I kind of like the, the Mexican aristocrat thing. Yeah, but they should have given that because there's never been a real good talker with a mask. Oh, you're and right. And this would have been the best masked talker. He was a good talker. Ever. Um, and then you could do uh, you know, mask for hair match and then unveil this handsome 
Uh, Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. why why would you put on a mask? Exactly. I like it. I like it. Um, So they're coming out. Ricardo Rodriguez introducing Alberto Del Rio. The King goes on, which I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm 2018 looking back at 2010. (laughs) And the King makes sure to say, press one for English. Am I right? Ooh. And I was just like, (laughs) whoa, dude. Like, (laughs) what? And it's the King and things have come out about him, you know, over the years. Um, not horrible things. No, but you know, he's a legacy guy. Just, you know, old timer stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I call old timer stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not forgiving it. It's just, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio challenges anyone on the, and then out comes Edge, which I, watching these pay-per-views, going back and watching them, it's like, I get a, I got a huge pop for, I pop for Edge because I was like, oh crap, I forgot about Edge yeah, yeah. for a second. I'm yeah. like, right on, I get to see an Edge match? Um, but we'll get there. It wasn't that great. Uh, who, who did Del Rio call a Huero Mugroso? I mean, probably. Probably Edge, right? Probably Edge. What is that? <laughs> a dirty white boy. A dirty white boy. Yeah. Dirty so, white okay. boy. Okay, King, I see you one and raise you one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Edge comes out and says, you know, he, he's, he's out here for his battle against stupidity because everything Del Rio does is stupid. Yeah. Your dog, you dressed up like Rey Mysterio last week. Stupid. Mm-hmm. That, that scarf you're funny. wearing is stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. And he says, you know what's... And then uh, then he starts... Then Alberto grabs the mic and says, okay, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean what is he trying to say? He just told you. Dude, he just said everything's yeah. stupid. Um, that's, when, stuff. that's when... That's um, when Al comes... Well, then he calls Alberto Del Rio stupid. Um, I think... Edge tried to say it's like he's es muy stupido. Yeah. Um, but he, oh, he says stupido. Yeah. You're yeah, stupido. Yeah. He flubbed that like, like crazy. I was, it's all right. He's Canadian. He's, you know, I don't. Uh, we're no, local. He, he should get more of a, a lashing for that because Doesn't he he's like Canadian a, and he should know French and French is very close to Spanish. That's true. And uh, doesn't he have like, I feel like there's like some sort of lucha mask on his pants at a certain point. Like yeah, with that yeah. star. Yeah. Um, but then out comes the all-American, American Zach Swagger. Oh, jeez. And he, he says, you know what's stupid? The Mexican and Canadian arguing when the real American, American, right? And this is a really weird time in America because he gets booed for that. And nowadays, I think he would probably get huge pop. Probably. I mean, I, I, I don't town. think I don't think they would do the whole like. Yeah, no. <laughs> if they were in Oakland again, yeah. like that's too far. Yeah. That's too yeah. far. Uh, Gender, you you got it from us. We'll give it to you again if you try that crap again. Um, he comes out, <laughs> and the anonymous raw GM Blue. intervenes, and Blue. this is when I was reminded of the. <laughs> so like, I go from one thing, Edge, to be reminded of him, uh, yeah. to the anonymous raw general manager, and we home. never found out who that was, right? No, we did. We it was did? Hornswoggle. Oh, that's right. Never because it was. See, that's how it was months of build up, and it, and I think at one point they tried to like hint that it could have been Stone Cold, mm-hmm. but then eventually they rushed it. Yeah, and then it was Hornswoggle. That's right. I remember. So oh, it was God. it was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, who is the least likely that we could make the anonymous GM? Ha ha! Hornswoggle. Yeah. Great idea, kid. No, Let's you do it. Um, uh, what do we do? Uh, and then he sees our. I got it. Get under the ring, little guy. He's probably like, yeah, sure. When do you want me to get down there? God, now. Show doesn't start for three hours. I don't care. He's always been a fan of smaller that, That's wrestlers. why they have those um those buckets of water down there. You ever see those? I so under the noticed. ring, of, under any major professional wrestling ring, uh-huh. there will be a like catering like bucket full uh-huh. of ice and drinks. 
And I think it's either for the crew working the ringside, like yeah. so they can have water. Yeah. It's probably like a union thing. Yeah. Or the commentators, so that they, if they want another one, they can yeah, go. they can go. And it's hidden because it's under the ring. Yeah. yeah, I want to see someone just like in a match, just like going in and pop a Pepsi and just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, put it back down there. <laughs> um, but then, so we have this impromptu match for the night: Jack Swagger versus Edge. And boy, oh boy, this was this was hard to watch. It was, and I was fast forwarding through it. You know, the WWE they give you that thirty second fast forward. Yes, I was doing that. I was dead crowd. I hit it again, dead crowd. Yep. Hit it again, dead crowd. Oh, no. Hit it again, dead crowd. The, the crowd was dead the entire night, yeah. I felt like. Um, Swagger, Especially for this. Swagger's on the ropes. Edge goes for a buster onto the ropes, but misses and hits uh, hits the ropes pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. I mean, at a certain point. Uh, missile drop kick to Swagger. Swagger throws Edge out of the ring. Edge knocks out a cameraman at a certain point. Oh, I missed that. Which I thought was pretty was funny. On my fast forward. Uh, gut wrench power bomb to Edge. Spear to Jack Swagger. Edge gets the win over Jack Swagger. No one should win with a spear ever in any decade ever. I mean, that, that was Edge's. You're right. You're right. Edge should have had a better move. Yeah. But that was a good looking spear. It's a football tackle. That's, uh, that's true. It was a good setup for Goldberg. I always thought it was a good, it's a good setup. setup, but that jackhammer was amazing. You know, like tackle him down, like, oh, where am I? And then, yeah. yeah, the jackhammer was really good. Not even Bobby Lashley can do a jackhammer like that. No. You know, he tries to hold them up there, but mm-hmm. no. Didn't he? Goldberg hit it on the big show at a certain point. Yes, I, he did. I know he did. Yeah. yeah, he hit it on everyone. There was not one person he did not hit it, other than Undertaker. Everybody, from video games to pretty hoes, man. No, that's everything. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just starting to sing Mac Dre now. Uh, next up, we have John Cena versus Wade Barrett. And like I said, if Cena wins, Nexus will be disbanded. If Barrett wins, John Cena joins the Nexus. Aha, uh-huh, but Otunga has a plan. Oh, but Otunga has a plan. But the Nexus is, at first they say they're banned from ringside. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. And then they come out to ringside. They're banned from interfering. Then, exactly. Then they're mm. banned from interfering. Uh, Cena at this point was called the nine-time WWE champion. So we are in 2018. He won about seven championships in between in eight years. Well, less because he hasn't won a championship in like two or three years. You're absolutely right. Um, So let's uh, say back and forth between the two. Nexus comes out to visually distract John Cena. Barrett takes control of the match. A lot of, like I said, a lot of striking at this point because, you know, they always built Wade Barrett as kind of like the bare-knuckle brawler from England. Uh, out comes out the WWE locker room to attack the Nexus. The locker room consists of Chris Masters, Tyson Kidd, MVP, Kofi Kingston, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Evan Bourne, Dolph Ziggler, and Daniel Bryan. Wow. So one, two, three people still work there yeah. out of all of them. Wow. I mean, they're, they're good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evan Bourne, you know, he's now uh, Matt Seidel for Impact yep. and... Um, he doesn't wrestle for New Japan anymore, unfortunately, because he is banned from Japan. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you partake. That's what happens when you have strict laws against medicine and medicinal marijuana in Japan. I know you're listening to us, Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Change those laws. <laughs> um, so they come out to kind of beat up the Nexus and take him out from ringside. So now we get down to one-on-one match, John Cena versus Wade Barrett. Um, Stryker wants to make sure that everyone knows that the girls are cheering for John Cena and the boys are cheering for Wade Barrett. Very weird way to put it, and that's when the like it struck me that this this entire sh- like this air- whole era was manufactured for children. Yeah, because the fact that he was saying boys and girls, mm-hmm. like I was like, like he didn't go on to say the the men are cheering for Barrett and the the women yeah. are cheering for Cena. Yeah, it was the boys and girls. You yeah, know? and when you say boys and girls, you, you you're not referring to adults. Yeah, no, no, not at all. And was this the beginning of the anti? 
Cena campaign? No, okay, so no, because there was Let's Go Cena chance, but then Let's Go Barrett chance. Yeah. So it was back and forth between the two. There was no, there was no Cena, Cena sucks. sucks. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, we were getting there in the coming years. And, you yeah. know, I'm sure we'll see it in other retro reviews when we do. Yeah. Uh, from like 2011, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. All the great era. Yeah. And it was a little bit strange hearing, you know, 90 to 100% Cena pop. Yeah. Like when he first came out. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, this is really strange. I liked, I, and that's the time when I hated Cena too. Oh. Like I, I hated Cena. I've never the, hated Cena. I like him now. Um, but I, just because it's like he's like the locker room leader. And mm-hmm. he's not Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, I think Roman Reigns is just like, here, I'll take that from you, Cena, thanks. Yeah, no, and you could recognize that, you know, it's not his fault. He's not like a Hogan or a Triple H that got this crazy amount of power and started abusing it. He actually was just doing that. I don't want to say it's, it comes off really bad, but, you know, he was doing what he was told. Yeah, and he was doing the work. Yeah. And, you know, he started off um, the bodybuilder. He was in the movie Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you... Have you ever seen that movie? We talked about that in one of these shows. Yeah. We he, talked about what was our favorite wrestling movie. Yeah, he's yeah. Ve- very behind the scenes of a yeah. certain, certain scene. Prototype? Yeah. No, but like Pre, not... Pre-prototype? This is pre-prototype. Yeah. This is like... There was literally a scene where like they're walking through a gym and he's literally just on a machine. Uh, and did, that, did they have that crazy high top? Uh, it, it, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, so let's get back to the match. Cena hits a leg drop off the top rope to Wade Barrett. Look good. Cena goes for the AA, but is reversed into the wasteland, which is Wade Barrett's finishing move. Look good. Um, but a kick out. Then we get an unruly fan running into the ring, uh, trying to trying to get involved. That's when the ref goes over to get the fan out. But oh no, another fan comes in and hits Cena with uh, uh, something. Um, I don't know what it was. I, they didn't really pizza box, probably pizza box. First, sure. Okay. Yeah. Personal pizza box. It was a cup of coffee. Uh, Wade Barrett gets the pin on John Cena, but the two men that did get involved were one Michael McGillicuddy and one Husky Harris, also known as Curtis Axel and Bray Wyatt. So they weren't revealed until the next night on Monday Night Raw mm. to be the new members of the Nexus. Mm. Excuse me. Next up, we have Josh Matthews backstage with Paul Bear. Oh, Paul Bear. Boy, did I miss you. Percy Pringle. But I will say this. Uh, seeing him at in this point of his life, yeah. it's a little hard to watch. Yeah, when he was trying to walk around the ring, it He's, was... He was, tr- uh, he was trying to give everything to be the original Paul Bear. Yeah. But you can tell, even when he was trying to do the voice, he couldn't do it all the way. <coughs> um, yeah. <coughs> um, he, he says, my son, he's has the one has a master plan, but I have a master plan, too. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... And then they zoom in on him, and I feel bad. He's just like sweating profusely. Yeah, just, he used to wear white. Ma- Did he wear the white makeup? I didn't. Not notice. in this. No, this. okay. He used to have the white makeup. Can you imagine how much? Maybe because he was sweating so much, they couldn't. Dude, do it. no, the makeup is just getting ruined. It, yeah, it's it's probably later in his life he wasn't as healthy. You know, like yeah. A couple of years later, he passed away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next up we have uh, uh, Michelle McCool versus Natalia. Yeah. The diva rookie, I guess. Yeah, Natalia uh, is here in 2010 in Hell in a Cell, getting her shot at the Divas Championship, getting her shot, I guess, on the the Monday Night Raw previous uh, on the previous with the Go Home Show. For right. This. Yeah. I mean, a battle royal of some sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably got thrown under the second rope. You get a chance. Exactly. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how WWE used to do it, man. Uh, but Layla, so this was Michelle McCool coming down the ring with Layla. At the time, they were known as the co-Divas champion. Mm-hmm. They stopped splitting the title, and they actually both had their own Divas championship that they came uh, out with. Lay cool. Uh, known as Lay Cool. Um, really early on, Layla gets involved. 
Like she just distracts. Like literally within the first five yeah, seconds. Yeah. Um, Michelle McCool has Natalia in an, what I call an anaconda squeeze. That's when you have your legs wrapped around someone's um, yeah, yeah. Um, torso. Yeah. Um, and you're squeezing them. Uh, Natalia hits a clothesline from hell. Um, goes for the pin. Lake, uh, Michelle McCool kicks out. Layla distracts the ref and gets hit by Michelle McCool. Natty uh, goes for a schoolboy pin on McCool, but the ref doesn't see it. She probably gets about a seven count at that point. She could have been the new Divas champion. Um, but then Natty has a sharpshooter locked in on, on uh, Michelle McCool. And Layla <laughs> throws her shoe at Natalia. Oh, that's right. See, I, I, you're reminding me, refreshing my mind about the match because I was like, oh, this is so crappy. And then the shoe hit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It was a the it was a horrible finish. Yeah. Like I do not like to say I don't I don't like to get negative. Like sometimes it's like, oh things sucked. I, uh, this was bad. Yeah. This was really bad. It's not even their fault. You could have Layla <laughs> run in the ring and it would have been ten times better. Uh, and and hit She could have thrown a soda from that uh beverage. She could have pushed her. She could have pushed her. Anything. And it would have been better yeah. than throwing her freaking shoe. Yeah. What is this? Like Austin Powers or something? Like uh, you remember? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I guess so. Natty wins by DQ over Michelle McCool. So. To be settled on TV sometime later. Next up, they wanted to make sure people got to the bathrooms, took a leak. When you came back, you didn't miss anything. Dude, there was like five matches on this card. Yeah, I understand, but like at the same time, like they there were and there were such long video packages uh-huh. at certain points. Yeah. And I was like, dude, screw this. I'm not watching this 2010 video package. Yeah. Of like, you know, Undertaker and Kane and how they how they mm. got here. No, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Uh, but this is the main event, Hell in the Cell, for the World Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, Kane defending his title against Mark McCool. Sorry, I mean Meh. I mean the Undertaker. Uh, so we start with the match. Kane attacks Taker before Taker even gets into the ring. Doesn't even get into the cage yet. No, he was telling. It was a weird. He was escorting Paul Bear out. Well, he was telling. Undertaker went to close the the door, and the referee held it like, "Nope, you can't, you can't close it. He's still in there." But I want to close it. Yeah, Uh, but then he was like, "No, you gotta go, uh, Paul Bear. You gotta get out." Yeah. And as he was trying to escort him out, here comes Kane. And Kane attacks Undertaker before the match even starts. They literally fight on the outside of the cage within the first 20 seconds. Pretty much for the first half of this match was a hardcore match. Yeah. It was all fighting on the outside, stairs, chairs, yeah. automobiles. Well, you know, they were both considered at the twilight of their years. And I mean, you still see them wrestling today. Kane, another one. I was saying Randy Orton looked fit. Kane yeah. looked fit. Yeah. He like did. he yeah. was huge. Yeah. He was tall and he was wide, de- like. defined. Mm-hmm. Like you can see his six pack. Yeah. Like, and that's one thing that I always look at with, um, with guys when they're when they're working out that's the one thing if they're really ripped they have those that not even just a six pack but it's like the side packs yeah yeah, it's, yeah. it's what i call like it's the um, yeah I don't, the, the no. love handles defined yeah <laughs> the love grips yeah <laughs> um but then we get uh kane uh lodges uh, undertaker's leg in between the steel stairs and just kind of working on the leg mm-hmm. in there yeah um kane i guess was busted open at some point yeah he must he's bleeding like, from the back of the head yeah, he, Probably backed his head into one of the. Uh, it, it was probably something so small too. Yeah, he yeah, probably yeah. just bumped it on like the ring post. He's like, yeah. Or, or he, when he took a bump on the mat, he kind of scraped his head a little bit. He's like, I should start thinking about like political a- careers. <laughs> it got a little rug burn. Yeah. Um, uh, eventually, Undertaker tries to lock a triangle in on Kane. Choke slam to Undertaker. Kick out. Last right to Kane. Kick out. 
Tombstone pile driver to Undertaker kick out. Ugh. Kane attacks the ref. Then that's when Paul Bear comes that, inside the cell. You gotta get the paramedics in there. Uh-huh. Oh, because they come out for the ref. That yeah. See, that was good though. I will say that that was a good transition to get mm-hmm. Paul Bear in there. I, yeah, I, I was this close to saying Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> um Paul Bear in there. Yeah, he snuck into the club. Exactly. While uh, all the uh, while the paramedics were taking the ref out. Um, that's when Kane goes like li- okay, so Kane goes after Paul Bear, and Paul Bear is like I want to oh, say he's running away, oh and I'm God. not like, yeah, and again, I am somebody. I am overweight. I ne- would never make fun of, but this guy was just like walking away from Kane. He was and Kane, and Kane, had Kane just looked like so, like, like he was like, all right, let's let's let's, boo, go, ah, I'm gonna yeah. attack you. Ooh. Get up in the ring. Get up in the ring. He's, he's like, you have the plan, Dad. Um, <laughs> that's uh, and slowly chases him in the ring. Paul Bear. Uh, cowered into the corner. Undertaker gets up, choke slam to Kane. That's when Undertaker summons the powers of darkness, mm-hmm, and all the lights go out. And we the get purple go- lights instead, and, and lightning bolts. And then Paul Bearer turns his back on the Undertaker with a flashlight. With a flashlight in the urn. This. <laughs> oh God. This was a bad finish too. Uh, and did, really, Undertaker, the flashlight blinded you that much. Okay, so or was it supposed to be somebody's soul? It was supposed to be. So you know the story with the urn. The urn controls the Undertaker. Uh-huh. So the Paul Bear. The reason Paul Bear has it because he controls the Undertaker. Yes, and that's why later, I think at No Way Out years later or this year, whatever, there was a match between Undertaker and Kane. And remember the cement thing. Undertaker yes, wins yes, and yes, under yes. goodbye, Paul, and yeah, pulls the thing yeah. down. And, Go! and so he fills up the cement thing mm-hmm. with Paul Bear in it, quote unquote. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Paul Bearer turns on Undertaker, mm. uh, shines a light in the Undertaker's face, and hands the urn to Kane. Yeah, and Undertaker can't do anything about it. <laughs> He's just like, "Who are you doing?" Wait, Vincent, tell me about this. <laughs> um, that's when, um, and it, it's funny because there was like it was so confusing. I think the crowd was really confused because there was no pop. There was yeah. no like yeah. boo. There was no pop. There was no, no heat. There was no nothing. No no gasping. No. <gasps> Nope, no, not, not it was just like dead. Wait, what? Is it a s- flashlight, really? So uh, he hands the urn to Kane. Kane hits the Undertaker with the urn. After chokes. a long pause. Yeah, after a very like like I said, Undertaker was just standing there, like, "What's going on, Paul?" Um, sorry, I just like doing that voice. Yeah. Um, then Kane hits a choke slam on the Undertaker. Kane retains at Hell in the Cell 2010. Uh, damn. So that was our five six match show. Yeah, that was kind of lame. Twenty ten wrestling WWE. Okay, a couple things. Yeah. Um, do the NXT John Cena thing again, but not with Nexus. Do it with NXT, and have him be the leader of NXT. Yeah. When they eventually invade, that'd be a, that'd be a cool way. Like a, you know, like I've come back and I'm going to want to be the one to lead these guys. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but not like not like a a he. I don't know. I would take a heel. Cena bringing in the... In hey, the everyone for years, so like, oh, I want to see a heel Cena. Yeah. And he heard the rumors of... I guess at one point, Cena was almost ready to turn heel, mm-hmm. even having uh, new clothing picked out, yeah. new music made. Um, he had everything figured out, but then yeah. they, they, they nixed they, it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wonder what I, made him change tonight. Uh, did you see those sales from WWE Shop? Those kids are buying that shit up. The, the kids at hospitals love that guy. Um, hello, kid. I'm here. How are you? I'm John mm. Cena. Hustle, loyalty, respect. I want to say that John Cena is the new John Cena, and before, like around 2010, around this time, it was a different John Cena. I'm John Cena! Um, 
Nah, more like, hey guys, how's it going? I'm John Cena. Yeah, before that was like, <laughs> care for a pop. Before that was the the rap and Doctor Thuggin. That was my favorite John Cena. Yeah, Thugganomics uh, was when he was like yeah. slapping Stephanie on the. Given that was extremely sexist, and looking back on it, I'm yeah, like, ooh, but man, that was just funny. Like at the time, I don't know. Yeah, maybe no, it was. was cool. Maybe it, was... it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm just being. Oh, maybe I'm just like old. It's, and like, everything's relative. Yeah, yeah. So that guys was our first episode of the retro review from City Wrestling Radio. Um, Hell in a Cell 2010. Okay, one more thing. Would you go to your way to a hell no? Hell no, 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 no. Don't go out of your way. You heard the show. You heard everything there is to hear about hell in the cell. Yeah, just save yourself two hours and forty-five minutes. Listen to this show. How long have we been on? Forty-five, 45 minutes. Forty-five minutes only. Like that I don't know. We just saved you forty-three two hours. minutes, and that's what we just saved you two hours and two minutes of your life. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Because there were points where I was like, I want to fast forward, but man, I want to be thorough. Oh, I fast forwarded. I was like, Corey, got this. Yeah. I'll just nod my head and go, yep. <laughs> well, that's why I had to be thorough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, why is that move called the old school? It's not old school. Because he did it when he was in the 90s? No, he would he would do it, but he would punch you in the heart. Oh. It was the heart punch. It's called old school because I'm the undertaker. Oh, there's weird people calling me on my cell phone. Yeah, there is. I don't know who that is. Decline. It's, could be Michael or Valora. Oh, maybe. No, I don't know. That's not Michael's number. No, no Michael's number is one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> one, four, one, five. I'm kidding, guys. But if you want to contact Michael, you know where you can find him. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CWR415. Uh, guys, before we get out of here, before we get out of our first episode of the Retro Review, birthdays, since it is birthdays, Thursday. Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. I didn't announce it yesterday, but we have some birthdays to give out today. And boy, do we have some birthdays today. Who we got? So, turning 57 today, turning, uh, being born in 1961, is one Wendy Richter. Oh, wow. I haven't seen her since 1989. What should have been, been, you know, the infamous, uh, the first screw job at WrestleMania Mm -hmm. when she was uh, supposed to win the match against the the Spider Woman. And the Spider Woman was her trainer at the time. Um, they wanted Wendy Richter to drop the title. She didn't want to drop the title. Uh-huh. Uh, Mula, I guess what happened was is like Mula, I guess, came in and the ref did a fast three count uh-huh. and was in on it the entire time. And yeah. they didn't know it was Mula. She ripped off the mask. She wasn't supposed to rip off the mask oh. and reveal to the universe that it was Mula. Wow. Uh, so then Mula had to be the champion after that. Wow, that was a dick move. But also Mula uh-huh. did own the title. Like I don't like, mean like literally owned it. Like she bought it at one point, and oh, it was okay. her. That's why she was the longest reigning women's champion. Uh, okay, and also a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mula, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I don't like to talk about about I'm anyone, the lady especially in the women. Business. Next up, business. turning 60 years old, but being born in 1958 is the Barbarian. You remember the Barbarian? Yeah, a warlord and a barbarian. Yeah, a good tag team back in the day. Turning 37 years old today, or actually turning 38 years old. I'm sorry because I didn't add one year. Is uh, uh, one Jillian Hall? This sounds familiar. Jillian Hall was the woman in the mid two thousands who she was like the singer. She would try to sing. Oh, uh, that's would, right. She was the bad <laughs> singer. Yeah, that was a good. Gimmick. What was her like? Her song was so funny, and I can't think because me and Gabriel used to just laugh at it all the time. Yeah, we should. Uh, oh, uh, you know you want me. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and also turning. 35 years old today is the monster among men. Braun! That was really bad. Braun's dropping, guys. Yeah. Um, How old is he? 31? 35 years 35? old. 35? 
Yeah, he okay. is four years older than, well, three and a half years older than me. Yeah, you, you should be peaking right now, buddy. I mean, I should. Uh, you should be like the face, be the face of the company. You're right. I should, Jose. Leave me alone. <laughs> I meant Braun, too. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. You're doing great. You're doing great. No, <laughs> no, you're right. I got, me. I got a couple of years. I, I think I have to get on Adam, Adam. I feel Rosebud for Adam Rose first, uh-huh. and then I have to join the Wyatt family. There you go. And then I get a singles push, and then they completely nix my push and put me with a, a guy who's gonna get pushed in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and, and a guy who's who was pushed. A constant roller coaster. Yeah. So, guys, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio. I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose Osegueda. And uh, what day? Today's Thursday. Thursday. We will see. I will see you tomorrow with one Michael Vergara for the B Show. That's where we're going to review this week 205 Live. Quick review of 205 Live. Not really in depth because it hasn't been that great of a show literally for the past two months. There's really no build up right So we'll go through it. Yeah. But we won't give super in, like, in depth. Are you guys going to go through May Young? Oh, yeah. Okay. NXT, May Young Classic, and always, this is my new thing, the Impact Report. Nice. So, I have to watch some Impact tonight. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. He's you already know. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye.